0: Due to the graphic nature of this program, viewer discretion is advised. Runners is filmed on location with a team of highly trained professional shadow runners. The actions taken by this team should not be replicated at home or anywhere, ever, under penalty of arrest, incarceration, torture, and eventually, execution. To protect the careers of the team, All names, targets, voices, and identifiable magics have been altered for this Tridcast.
1: Hello and welcome everyone to a very special inaugural episode to a new series that Polyhedron will present to you, which is called Polyhedron Plays. And what Polyhedron Plays is... We're going to play a role-playing
2: game. With me, as always, is Ryan.
3: I'm so jacked right now. Scott.
2: <sighs> it's, it's the grim, dark future, and everything is raining, and we're all wearing mirrored shades, <laughs> and, and the corpse are, are in control. Oh, wait, it's it's just now.
1: Oh. Oh. I left and my mirrored shades in the car. To join us on this adventure, this inaugural adventure, is James Davey, our GM for Shadowrun Anarchy.
0: When you said you were jacked, did you mean you were jacked in or jacked out? Because you're going to take Dump Shock if you jacked out. I guess I'm taking the Dump Shock. I guess you're taking the Dump Shock then. Um,
2: are, you su- are you sure you're war- just on cocaine? Oh, God, Nova wish. Coke. Nova Coke, yeah. Nova oh, Coke. I wish.
1: <laughs> uh, just so everyone knows, um, Polyhedron Plays uh, is going to be our actual play of Shadowrun Anarchy. Um, this will not take... Other than this episode, this will not eat up the normal episodes that we generally do. This will actually be probably eventually spring off into its own feed for everyone to enjoy. But in general, uh, we are here to have fun and show off a very interesting game. Um, I will make sure to put in the show notes a link to Drive RPG for Shadowrun Anarchy. So if you're interested, you want to pick up the book and follow the mechanics as we go through this setting of Shadowrun, feel free. Um, oh, and if you're just hearing this now and you don't know what Shadowrun is, go back uh, to one of our previous episodes before this one, uh, one's called Why Do We Run in the Shadows? And that should be a full deeper dive into what the setting of Shadowrun is, um, because we don't want to eat up your time here because literally it could take hours explaining all the nuances of Shadowrun, and we kind of want to just get into the action. So... Without much further ado, let's uh, introduce our characters. At least, just go over them briefly. So James is informed of what kind of weird creations we have made. Who wants to go first?
3: It's as if we may have just created them for the <laughs> most part, because yeah. we're all very well prepared. No, <laughs> uh, you go ahead, Scott.
2: <laughs> uh, well, okay. <laughs> Uh, uh, (laughs) Right under that bus. Having having done the most recent creation of my character, uh, my character is an elf, uh, formerly of Tier Tangier Society. Uh, He uh, used to be a uh, society member, young, but uh, whatnot. Uh, But then his his proclivities in magic and his choice of spirit totem, uh, that being the antagonist, uh, and his penchant for, uh, whatever the Awakens World version of, of Levayan Satanism is, uh, got him kicked right the fuck out of that society. Uh, and now he runs in the shadows. Uh, he, uh, he's trying to, uh, move his way up to get himself a good reputation, uh, to eventually sort of retire into the role of fixer. Uh, he is, uh, definitely has a lot of personas that he takes on, uh, and discards as a part of his magical tradition. Um... And he is all about dat money, and dat rep, and uh, dat booty, uh, and them clothes, uh, and uh, ordering these two chuckleheads around. <laughs> it won't be very hard, I promise.
3: It really, really won't be. <laughs> uh, uh, did you actually give your name at all? Oh, oh yes,
2: <laughs> yes. The, the deep, dark secret of this character uh, is that underneath all the layers of masks, he's kind of a nerd. Uh, so the name that he goes by in the shadows... Uh, is Melkor. And if you get that, and if anyone in play gets that, then, well, that's just a little benefit for you.
1: <laughs> uh, Ryan, are you ready to go? Do you want I, me
3: to? I think, I think I'm think i ready. Okay. I mean, we're, we'll we'll see how this goes. Yep. So uh, my character's uh, sh- shadow name is Lathe. Uh, he is a rigger, and uh, he is a rigger decker. Like, he, he's jack-of-all-trades because he's well he's he's not good with people uh, he's not a he's not a people person in any way his parents uh who he does not know oh also an elf also a lovely knife ear, <laughs> but he's from the city, like just the city uh his parents sold him essentially to Horizon Corporation when he was very young like he doesn't remember even their faces uh to cover some terrible debt because why else would you sell your child right? <laughs> Uh, but since then, he has just been like, I guess, like eight year old tech support for Horizon for his entire life. And it's been about a decade now. So he's he's an 18 year old kid, doesn't get out much and mostly just open, like takes care of Zendesk tickets or the equivalent <laughs> thereof. He has a he has a spider drone friend who he, he calls Huxley and uh, he thinks it's people. And God help you if you try to tell him otherwise. And he uh, well that's that's mostly his life. Well until you know it was time to start the show.
1: mm-hmm, which we'll get to that in just a minute. My character is named uh, named Eric. Ito, He's is a half Japanese, half uh, Caucasian American, um, but he's an orc. Unlike these two guys, he's not flouncy. He's not tall. He's big. He's muscular. Um, and but he is a bit of a celebrity because he's actually much older than you guys. Um, he's probably in his late forties at this point. Um, he during sort of all of the many years that have led up to now, uh, during the awakening and all the crap that happened there. He was able to get his foot in the door with the Shadowrun Run equivalent of the WWF, and became one of the first metahuman orcs uh, to be to actually be in the wrestling. He made a name for himself. Name for himself. He's known as uh, Neon Eon um, because he wore like a lot of like neon paints and tattooing and all this other stuff. But he was kind of a flash in a pan character because as he grew up, he got famous, got money, and then he kept stretching his body and his relationships to the extreme until eventually he had a very terrible heart attack in a ring versus probably some cybernetic monstrosity. And it probably put him away for many years. He lost all his money. He lost his wife. He almost lost his kid, which is very important to him. Um, And now he's in the shadows working for horizon Corp because, well, they paid for him to be better than, than he once was because he has a very, very nifty piece of, Biotech put into his body to keep his body going.
3: I mean, crapping in a bag or, you know, working for Horizon Corp, right?
0: Yeah, I'll take Mm -hmm. working for Horizon Corp. They're Um, not a bad company, and you are contractually obligated to say so. (laughs) And and, and I'm sure more about our
1: characters will come out as the game progresses because we are very peculiar individuals. Um, But, uh, James, why don't you explain a little bit of the scenario of what this game will entail?
0: Okay, so we're doing something a little bit different from your your normal Shadowrun story. Your normal Shadowrun story is that you're a team of mercenaries put together uh, by fixers... Uh, for whatever reason, you you gel well and you go and you do these espionage missions against uh, various corporations, various companies. We're going to do something a little bit different. We're going to shake it up. Here is what happened. About a year and a half ago, one of the uh, lower mid-level studio executives at Horizon Core, based in Los Angeles, had a fantastic idea. You see, they had been the victim of several corporate runs, high-level prime runs against them. And in a lot of cases, they lost these runs because these runners were being hired by Ares, who was looking to get into entertainment. Ares is also the megacorporation responsible for most of the big weapons development in the world. So their runners are pretty well kitted out. So a bunch of uh, lower mid-level studio executives got to sitting around and thinking, well, how do we make Horizon, how do we build a, a series of shadow run teams that are competitive and... Uh, and a lot of Nova Coke happened, and a lot of soy whiskey happened. Actually, these guys might have even had a couple of shots of actual real alcohol. Uh, I should have said sent the whole whiskey. And the whole idea basically got scrapped in favor of one studio executive saying, "'Oh my God, you know it would be amazing?' What if we did a reality show where we followed a shadow run team that we hired to go do runs against other companies? And somebody somewhere thought that wasn't the stupidest idea they had ever heard, and Runners was greenlit. Runners is a reality show that exists. Uh, it is filmed in Seattle because Seattle is well known to be the hub of shadow run activity, and all of your characters. For one reason or another, and I heard from each of you why you belong, Uh, you are Horizon company men right now, Um, you have been co-opted into this show, and you've uh, you've sat down with the production team, and you've come up with a sort of more bland persona. Each of you has a secondary runner name, and you have a series of, uh, basically, they're not shadow amps, but they're basically free gear that don't offer you anything extra but they cover anything that is easily identifiable about you because when you guys are appearing on the trids we don't want you to be easily recognizable for a couple of reasons <clears throat> the first is that you do have shadow running careers outside of the reality show and we'll get to some runs later on in the story where you guys are participating not in your television personas or not your trid personas uh, the other reason is because the shadow running community very well may not take to this. They may find this highly insulting, and it is possible that wet work specialists will come after you, and you really don't want them to know who you really are. They are the shadows app for a reason. Yeah, uh, and you guys are basically letting people in on the Grand Poobah Masonic secrets right now, and a lot of shadow runners are probably not going to love that too much. You also, though, because all of your peculiar magical effects, all of the things that would easily identify you to the public are being covered before production, or I'm sorry, before uh, the show goes out, Um, you all have reality filters installed so that you can't readily identify what you're looking at either. You can't figure out what's going on around you, and nobody can figure out who you are, supposedly, and we're going to go, we're going to do a few episodes, Uh, we're going to see what happens when the world gets real in the shadows. Runners is filmed on location with a professional shadow run team. And there you go.
2: Yeah. For uh, doomed. I, mean, I,
3: I think we can all agree that the real world Seattle was the best season. Basically. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. <laughs> so during that production meeting, do you think like, I don't know, artisanal so- like soy chickens was also like on the board somewhere? Just like as many weird, terrible ideas as you could possibly come up with, like
0: um, there there were some other shows that were probably even more ridiculously dangerous as this one. There was one that was all about uh, it was a Survivor Man knockoff, only it was supposed to occur uh, in the ruins of Aslan, um, which is controlled, of course, by a, a hostile government. Mm-hmm. Uh, and they did send a, a finder team down there to sort of do some scouting, but they all got their souls torn out, and they were uh, unwilling participants in blood magic rituals.
1: How to train your dragon becomes a whole new state. A whole new state. How to survive the new. dragon. <laughs> it, it
0: becomes how to get trained by your dragon.
1: <laughs> and that's, everyone, why James is running the game and not any of us.
0: It rubs the
2: lotion on my scales or else it gets the hose again.
0: <laughs> and by hose, I mean breath weapon. Yeah. <laughs> Hope you like radiation. <laughs> so
1: this is taking place in Seattle, mostly. Mm-hmm. I'm sure we'll go to other more exotic locales in the future. Um, so let's set the stage, James. Let's get to it.
0: All right, so this particular evening, you guys have filmed some test stuff, uh, mostly simulated runs, nothing. You've done a couple of very, very simple runs against very low-level targets. Things like go into uh, this hub of of stuffer shacks and grab... uh, Grab their invoice so we can see, we can add some stuff to their voice, make a little money here. The truth of it is they were, they were really just test filming mm-hmm. to see if this idea would work. They all came out pretty well. Um, you guys have the full rig so that viewers will be able to experience this via SimSense. They'll be able to, to drop in an AR or VR and actually experience what you experienced while you were participating, uh, with the hope that they don't do something stupid like install a beetle chip, because if one of you does take a slug to the eyeball, that could be very uncomfortable for somebody who is beetling into the episode. Um, finally, you guys have been told uh, this this evening at 8 p.m., we need you to come, we need you to have all your gear ready, we're going to go over the production meeting for the first episode.
2: Fantastic. Uh, I think... Uh, uh, okay. Okay. Gentlemen, I I just want everybody here to know that uh, your inner your inner Satan your inner inner devil, you just need to to rein that in, focus it, and it'll guide you through this trying time. All I'm
3: saying is that Huxley really does not like that they put him in a in a dog outfit. They do he does not like that.
2: I mean, it yeah. tested
3: very very well with audiences. Uh, I,
2: suppose.
1: Well, I, I don't know about my inner devil or anything, but I'm, we're just gonna go do this thing because we gotta right. just get it done. It's
2: okay. Just just be that beefy orc man that uh, that that I need you to be.
0: When you guys arrive, you got it. When you guys arrive it, it, uh, to the production meeting, the production meeting is held in a pretty standard middle mm-hmm. uh, middle income sort of office. Uh, the carpet's not too badly stained. There's an oak ish table probably press board with some uh, veneers on it uh, everybody's got a nice glass of water very good water uh, some various soy snacks in case you want it there are three well there's a lot of people in the room but there are three people in the room that are important to you the first is jake rowdy jake rowdy is your dwarving casting agent mm. uh he has fallen on hard times. For a while there, he was casting reality shows that were doing quite well. Something happened involving allegations of some kind of misconduct. It became public. It didn't go well for him. He's hoping that this might be his big sort of re-entry into the world of uh, trade production. You have Ralph Martin, who is the uh, human producer. He's Mr. Moneybag's. Unfortunately, he doesn't understand a damn thing about shadow running, but he's got a lot of money, and his word is sort of final. And then you've got sort of over in the corner, not sitting down, slightly in shadow, wearing combat gear and a hooded cloak, Hook Hawthorne. Hook Hawthorne is himself relatively well known to be a prime runner who is past his prime in age. Uh, He did quite well for a long time, And eventually uh, sort of piece by piece lost all of his body. It was replaced by Chrome and he lost his entire team too. There've been some questions about how that team might've gotten lost, but that's not important. Don't worry about it. He's going to consult because you guys are sort of new to the running world and he's going to be here to give you guys pointers and helpful tips about how to complete your runs.
2: Fantastic. Um, I think, I think this is just a winning combination. Um,
1: up. I don't know, but I like the, I, 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 I like to snack, and he, like, ruffles up that uh, <laughs> snack, and it, you know, like, pops open, and I promise promises it goes flying over. And it's only
0: a quarter full?
1: Yeah. Oh, man. Just mostly, he, he just mostly the air. whole thing in his mouth. Do
3: yeah. There have anything that tastes like strawberries over there? You no. just chucks it right at you. Yeah, close enough.
0: Jake comes over and slaps his arm around you and says, Ha, ah, my boy, how would you know what strawberries taste like? Am I right? Am I right, guys? Am that's, I right? That's probably... Right? Yeah. That is important.
3: A-
1: oh, I think I had a strawberry.
0: I, I mean, I, I've, I've tasted a Sim once. Hey, yeah, absolutely. Speaking of Sims, guys, we've got a really great thing going here. And this is all I'm going to ask. Now, now we've all come up with our sort of extra... Our characters are uh, extra runner characters, right? So, oh, yeah. yeah, yeah.
2: So, uh, Melkor, what was your... Uh, I'm we're gonna go with tote I think tote it's got some nice symbolism behind it you like know? the Egyptian
0: god that's right yeah yeah you pronounce it right I like that about you all right so tote is Melkor and and uh and and ratchet. ratchet ratchet right ratchet that's a good one I like that a lot it's it's evocative of what you do simple and easy to remember simple and easy to remember and uh neo what neon
1: ne- neon neon yeah no it's gonna be it's gonna be because I, I got this stupid report that said that your your people liked this list of names and they e- i just went to the top of the list and kind of circled it and i think this will work long you guys wanted long long really yes cute. that is that's like,
0: adorable like the organ i
1: think no.
0: it's probably more like the the yakuza name Oh. I think we're, we may be doing a Yakuza storyline with you in season two if you survive. If that's, survive. that's a thing,
2: yeah, it yeah. means dragon. Oh, uh, fantastic. Yeah. I like it. Yeah, yeah, go with that.
0: All right, Chummers. So, listen, this is all I'm going to need for you. First of all, it's going to be very important. Now, if you do accidentally call each other by your street names, that's fine. We can edit it out in post, but we have to expect that at some point there are going to be hostile deckers. And we don't want them to be able to get in your coconut and get that information out. So let's be very careful about what we say when we're doing runs. The only other thing I would ask is, is don't frag this up for me because this is my big chance. And I swear to you, Ome, if you frag this up for me, I know where you live. I know what family you have left. And God help me. I, 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 I will be just so disappointed in you.
2: All right? Jake, I want you to listen to me. You've got nothing to worry about. We're all taking this very seriously. This is a great opportunity opportunity. for every every single one of us. I think you've got nothing to worry about it. This is going to go just fine.
0: I like this guy. I like this guy. I won't let you
1: down. As soon as he mentions, like, family, my hand goes on, like, the chief ass... Uh, side of the desk and you just hear a slight cracking he's like i'm taking it very seriously
0: everybody's taking this very seriously i like that guys we get a lot of energy we've got a lot of know-how in this room if you guys have any questions about running we actually hired hook hawthorne i think you guys have met him he is well known in the shadow running community he has got experience with everything from structure hits to to work. but don't don't mention that on air because we're not I don't think well, we're doing.
2: That's not the type of operation um, we're running here. I don't
0: think we're doing the assassination arc until the end of the first season. So just uh... anyhow, just make sure that you've got your AR displays up at all times because one of the things that we're going to introduce now. I know that Ralph. Actually, you know what? I'm going to let Ralph explain it. I, I don't want to say Ralph. Do you want to tell? You want to tell them about the uh, the audience popularity poll. Ralph will stand up. He's got a coffee cup in his hand with something that does not smell like any soy calf you've ever smelled. Smells rich and earthy and really kind of delicious, whatever he's got in that cup. Um, And he says, yeah, so here's what we're going to do. Uh, Your heads up displays inside of your masks are going to have uh, a, a... Aero, uh, an augmented reality object that will allow us to show you what the audience wants you to do. So, for instance, if you're in a situation where your choices are to kick in a door or silently hack the door, uh, you're going to be able to see in real time what the viewing audience would prefer. Now, of course, you're all professional shadow runners and we're not, so it will ultimately be up to you to make that decision. However, please do keep in mind that when you violate the will of the patrons, you are uh, sort of shitting all over their patronage and since they are well, they're keeping your contracts valid well we don't we don't want to have to have the discussion about what will happen if the show gets cancelled right yeah,
2: We're here to please the audience, I get that yeah. Look, the show's why we're here. We're going to make a good show. We're going to give the audience what they like. You know, we're all professionals. We can handle whatever they throw our way.
0: I absolutely agree. We would not have hired you if we had any uh, suspicions that this wouldn't work out or that it would get cancelled in the first season. You're certainly not a test-runner crew to prove to us that the concept is valid so that we can hire heavier hitters in the second season. We would never do such a thing.
2: Oh, you're not going to need that.
0: Yeah, that would be nonsensical, wouldn't it? It would be total nonsense. Yes. You wouldn't
1: want to betray the fans; they may get attached to
0: us. They—they they very. I believe that they will. You're all very charismatic. Now, let's get to the situation at hand, shall we? Mm.
2: Sure, absolutely.
0: Uh, Jake, I'm going to allow you to do this plebeian task. <laughs> he sits back down. Jake comes over and he says, "All right, guys. So." Uh, as we have discussed earlier, the names of these places have been changed. However, you'll see in your mission briefing that um, you'll be able to find geographically this area. You also will have pretty good blueprints of the insides of these buildings. Your reality filters will make it so that The exterior of the building looks somewhat different. Any large logos appear somewhat different so that you don't actually know who you're running against. That's partially to protect you. It's also partially to protect us because, you see, these other companies are going to recognize their equipment. And uh, that's something Horizon is going to take care of. Don't you worry about that. What we're going to get started with here is for about a decade now, Zoinks, T-M, has been uh, the best brand bar for um, low to mid quality soy, chalk, nougat, substitute candy in stuffer shacks around the nation. Yeah, they're pretty good. They're not bad. I actually do like them quite a bit. However, our client is trying to make a move into that market. And when you're going against the market leader, I don't have to tell you, it can be a little rough. Zoik's TM is obviously backed by somebody with pretty deep pockets uh, because every time our client has ever hired a team before, it's been pretty quickly shut down uh, by their their security. They've got decent security. It's not going to be your sort of high-level security. Definitely something you guys can handle. I'm not at all worried about that. Uh, What I will tell you is that all of that changes tonight because tonight on Runners, you guys are going to invade... Uh, I will say invade is that the, that's not that's not the word you infiltrate uh, infiltrate infiltrate is the, the, word. Or, is the word you got you infl-trate. guys are going to infiltrate he said breach try not to use explosives unless you need to unless the audience wants you to
1: anyhow you're going to infiltrate they do, it is a good show though it is
0: a, it is a very good show and the 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 knight errant teams that will respond almost immediately will be a great show oh, we have to make okay. sure
2: that if there's any explosion that we're all walking away from it. It's true, shades uh, it's on. True, yeah, shades on. Don't look at him. Don't Never look, look at him. At him. Never, Never look, look
0: at him. him. I literally do not understand how explosions work, so maybe that'll work. I don't know. Uh, nonetheless, you guys are going to be infiltrating the Zoinks T M uh, facility. Uh, we're going to have you. All you have to do is find the mainframe housing their intranet. You're going to introduce a backdoor that the spiders uh, here at the studio have engineered. And all that is going to do is allow us to futz with their accounting a little bit, make it look a little bit shady, so that we can uh, introduce our own guys as the competitor without a financial scandal. Hmm. Now, of course, most of what I just said will be edited out for air so that they don't know what we did. Makes sense.
1: Sounds good. Uh, I'm assuming you're going to handle the... Yeah. The, the, the
2: wires it. and all that.
3: I'm a I mean, security specialist is kind of my thing, so yeah.
2: Alright, right. you don't have to worry about that. Me and the big man here, we're gonna watch you back.
3: I appreciate
0: that. Now, as this is the this is the first episode, so we don't need it to be super flashy and super wet. Um, you know, this is gonna be probably pretty easy as things go. It's gonna be a milk run. Is that that's what you guys say? Milk run?
1: That's you know, right. Th- sometime, they also yeah. say there's no such thing.
0: Hey Amanda, can we get that? Can we get that in the episode where I say "milk run" and he says "there's no such thing"? And we cut the part where I say, "That is that how you guys say?" It? Make it sound like I actually am like a, a like a shadow runner, right? That's so cool, a real Johnson, like, yeah. Oh yeah,
2: no, you're a natural man. Yeah, that
1: he would be the
0: Johnson, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I'm I'm gonna be. I'm just uh, Amanda. I'm Mister Johnson. That's great. This is great. I'm so excited.
1: I'm going to look over at uh, 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 Hook and just, I'm trying to see if there, peripherally, if there's a reaction from him. When there this is, is just
0: sheer disgust in his face. <laughs> okay. He pretty clearly wants to strangle everybody in this room, possibly including you guys. Yep. Fair. I, I, I mean, I will probably flash him, like a like a,
3: a pleading look or something,
0: like, kill me, basically. Like, <laughs> sure, please. Um, He'll kind of catch your look. He'll stare you in the eye. He'll look down to the Ares predator on his uh, thigh and look back at you and shrug.
2: Hmm. Not today. Nope. I'm just I'm just delighted about all of this. This is just... Uh, nothing
1: but smiles. Nothing
2: but smiles. This is... Everything's going uh, so Actually, well. since we
1: got a little break in the action, let's give character descriptions real quick so people are... The audience, the oh. actual audience knows what our characters look like.
2: So, yeah, uh, Melkor is uh, uh, just the is pretty boy like he's got uh you know obviously like well-bred features like the the aquiline jaw with the the the, the thin long ears uh studded with a few like iron uh, uh, uh iron uh earrings and whatnot he's got like the barest hint of a tattoo coming up his neck um you know he he's decked out in his runner gear um so he's he's he looks like he belongs in a club uh but with that sort of air of what's this guy wh- wh- what's this guy doing here does he belong here he looks like he may he, that you know he he could be in the in the in the dark and gritty streets or he could be up in the highlights.
0: you look like you sweat nova coke is oh, really yeah absolutely. <laughs> yeah absolutely and i believe we determined earlier that you're wearing mortimer of london oh yeah yeah mortimer of london mortimer actioneering gear mortimer of london gear.
2: Actioneering yep. gear absolutely
1: uh, my guy, as I briefly mentioned earlier, he's, uh, fairly tall, uh, big orc. He's probably re- reaching close to the 6'9", 6'10 range, probably a good three, 300, um, pounds. Very well built, um, but there is gray in his hair. He is starting to go white in areas, um, his teeth are a little more chipped than younger orcs, um, uh, he has got some of the features that you could see as as, as someone of mixed heritage. Um, and he has this very distinctive sort of tattooing that it, it sort of glows and has like a black light effect, uh, depending on where he's at um, over his face and body. Um, something that won't be readily visible but may come up is there's a very large scar over his sternum. Uh, look, obviously, looks like he had some very extensive surgery right there, but has no outward signs of any sort of chrome or augmentation well
3: like you're that. contractually obligated to go shirtless at least twice this season that's so true. fucking buckle fact, up yeah, okay I,
1: I know luckily that's not this episode um <laughs> uh he he wears very basic stuff he's probably wearing just a white shirt boots cargo pants and and that's it um he's probably got most of his gear probably stashed in a bag somewhere um doesn't seem doesn't seem like he needs a whole hell of a lot just because of the way he's built
3: Lave. uh he could pass for human if he puts a hat on. <laughs> like he, there's not like he does have a little bit of angular features, but it's like uh, that's just an attractive human. Like that's just an okay looking human. Uh, one of his ear tips, like the pointy bits, is completely blown off. Like, and he never got it fixed because why? He he doesn't. Uh, big difference between mm-hmm. us oh, yeah, is yeah. like I don't understand what aesthetics are, and I don't care. So he has like engine grease on his hands, and you know. Uh, Basically workman clothing very Baggy pa- Baggy-ish pants Just a dirty shirt on And I mean his drone Like the spider drone is just Way more chromed out than anything Like it's Them's his spinners mm-hmm. basically <laughs> he, he, Everything he cares about is on that On that little robot And the robot's in the room with you? Oh yeah he's always with me okay. Unless they physically remove him from my presence In which case I get very very agitated the only time they did that was to make sure that there was no competing hardware on him. Gray, gray eyes and a dark complexion and very just pretty plain looking.
0: So the way that Shadowrun Anarchy works is a little different than the way that Shadowrun 5th Edition works. So Shadowrun 5th Edition now we would break down into legwork and we would be hacking into servers and getting layouts and all that. Uh, part of the reason we went this storyline is that Shadow on Anarchy doesn't really do that. You kind of ha- already have that stuff, so you can get into the action as quickly as possible. Um, so <clears throat> we whenever you guys want to wrap up this mm-hmm. scene where we're hanging out uh, talking to production, you can ask any questions you want. You can ask for what resources, et etc. When you guys are ready, you're going to let me know, and we'll move on into scene Officially seen one. Cool. All
1: right. Um, no, I don't. I don't think Eric would. Now, nah, Eric wouldn't have any questions. He'd be pretty much like, "Oh, this is the plan. Sure, why not?"
3: Okay. Uh, um, I would like to get a little bit of a rundown of what their cybersecurity is looking like, if you know, if I could.
0: Sure, sure. So uh, they'll give you a dossier. The cybersecurity is. You know, it's about what you would expect it to be. It's nothing that you think that you won't be able to get through, but it's nothing that you're going to just sledgehammer through either. It's 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 a candy facility, so it's going to have sort of, uh, especially externally, like your your alarm systems and stuff are going to have a little bit of work. But this is not a triple A corporation. This is this is a, a run of the mill stuffer shack candy bar operation. All
2: right. So theoretically. theoretically. So, uh, what what does the doss- does the dossier say anything about like security personnel or like do we got sure. do, do we got drones do we got other do we got bound spirits do we got what sure. do we got? Uh, so the main
0: challenge uh, for Zoinks TM. Is that it is set uh, the the facility is actually in Everett, which is a double A security zone, which means that Knight Errant does patrol, and their response time is not that long. So it's not a triple A security zone where the moment a weapon is fired, there's Knight Errant on you, but they move quickly enough that they are to be a concern to you. Uh, the facility itself, from what you you have seen, does have at least one roving security team and one security team inside the building don't really have a whole lot of idea about what these guys are carrying but you don't see super chromed out street sams you don't see uh, you know giant drones with panther xxl cannons on them or anything there are a couple of roto drones a couple of track drones there's a lot of uh, physical security what you could see probably what is most striking from the dossier they've provided is that there is a large wire fence Around the facility, and then about thirty yards in, there is another maybe plastic steel fence. But the plastic steel fence isn't that thick. It, it it actually you're not really sure why it's there or what purpose it serves from the aerial footage. Um, it's something you probably will have to lay your eyes on to really be able to figure out what it is.
1: Right. Um. I guess he just look, kind of looks over their shoulders mm-hmm. as they're kind of going over paperwork because they're obviously not done yet. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then he'll go over, actually he'll
0: look over to Hawk and see what he's doing. Uh, uh, Hook, sorry. No, Hook is looking at the layouts, and sort of, he has a shrewd eye. You can see that he's looking at things, and you get the general impression that this guy sees stuff that you don't see. Um, because, they, you know, he, he's not great at hiding his his emotions, and there's a couple of chuckles where... You can't tell if those chuckles are like, oh, this will be easier. Oh, these jackasses are dead. Uh, Actually, he would like,
1: as he sees like him, like, um, as he just kind of sheepishly looks and like,
0: how would you run it? Or how would you get in? He walks over to the table, kind of looks down at you guys. And the the table itself has a digital display Mm -hmm. in it. That's what you're looking at. And he kind of runs his finger around the perimeter and he says, how would I get in? (laughs) How me and my team. Really depends, Ome. Oh, you want to go real loud, or you want to go real quiet?
3: Well, I hear I hear the night errands have some very very nice grenades, yeah. so probably
2: quiet. I don't feel like uh, dancing with any pawns tonight. Now, of oh. course, I'm gonna I'm gonna bow to your superior experience here, Hook. But uh, I had myself a little notion. Uh, you know, you you're talking about going loud, going quiet. Why not both? I'm a pretty good summoner. I can bring up a spirit or two, maybe throw one Knight Errant's direction, get them off the trail, get them tangling with something big and nasty while we slip in the, slip in quiet-like.
0: Have any of you guys ever gone against Knight Errant?
3: No, but I've heard it's pretty, pretty terrible, so that's why I was going with the avoid-at-all-costs
0: uh, scenario. There's three of you, gentlemen. Yeah. If one Knight Errant team shows up, and you guys are badasses. You'll probably be okay, but you're not badasses. You're slick sleeve morons. That is f- fair, I suppose. Well,
2: I'm uh, uh, all uh, right. Okay, I'll all see right. about I'm that.
0: Have a very high IQ. And it's not going to be one knight errant team. It's going to be four. You guys are going to get shredded. So you'd say go quietly. Is, is what I would say. Okay. Okay.
1: Do we got a spirits of
2: quiet? I mean. Do you do that? I mean, there's all sorts of spirits. Fair enough. So you can do it. I mean, are we. Are we just- Listen, uh, listen, uh, listen, tall, dark, and tusky. Uh, you don't know me hmm. very well, but the spirits do what I say. All right, we'll see.
0: This is Jake. Did you guys get that? Did you get, make sure you got that? That was really cool. All right. <laughs>
2: Keep, record, <laughs> keep recording. You're gonna get a lot of got a lot of gold off of this uh, this uh, gentleman. Hook uh,
0: says, "Let me show you your problem that you haven't noticed." And he points to three places on the screen where they're just dark rectangles. see these three boxes lined up against that wire fence? I mean, yeah, those are gonna be generators. That wire fence is probably twelve feet of razor wire. And it's probably got thirteen to 15,000 volts running through it.
1: Don't piss on the electric fence.
0: Yeah, don't piss on the electric fence. Or touch it. Or lick it. I or whatever. Mean,
1: I wasn't planning on it.
0: I mean, I can... I mean, if it's any sort of standard generator, I can just shut it down. But, yeah. there I are might things. try to pay attention to whether or not the security team is going to have an alarm that will go off if that happens.
3: Well, I don't exactly have a full dossier on what's, what's going on in there. I'll probably have to get closer. Can we just,
0: as
1: he looks through, is it, so this entire complex is just surrounded by uh, this wired fence and then this little this thin plasteel fence. right? So you have to go through there to get to the walls. Yep.
0: Okay. So, Hmm. All right. Come in from above. Or go below. You could theoretically. There There may... Are there sewers? I don't know. I
1: could talk... Maybe I could talk to someone. There may be sewers big enough for us to go through.
0: I mean, it's Everett. There are probably sewers. The sewers are probably full of devil dogs or hell rats or something awful. But yeah. Yeah,
1: That'd be a lot of... That way you can be a little louder without letting too many people know. And you get past all that security. Yeah.
3: All right. Well... I mean... I'm 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 digging that because I've never jumped out of a plane before, and that that seems. I've of,
1: done skydiving. It's
3: pretty fun. Yeah, they don't let me out much.
0: I uh, think uh, I think hiring a Thunderbird for the first episode is probably a little beyond budget, guys. So keep it reasonable. I mean, you know, obviously do whatever you got to do. Just keep it reasonable. Uh, Sewers, it is.
1: Okay, uh, so, unless you guys got a better idea, no, I'm open. I,
3: I genuinely don't. Um, so let's talk egress let's how. Ha- ha- so we've got what we came for we've done what we need to do if we come in from the sewers we're gonna have to leave the way we came in because there's a hell of a lot of stuff between you know us and getting out otherwise unless i can manage to completely turn the, you know turn off defenses and no one notices that and no alarm sounds which i mean i can do that most likely, if it's at all wired, but
1: well, once we get in, that could be that'd be all you. Yeah, yeah.
2: It's so I mean, uh, yeah. Securing our exit point is probably going to be pretty important.
3: Yeah, I mean, it's kind of the it's kind of the part that matters. The well, not the part that matters the most. Finishing the run yeah. is,
1: but getting,
2: getting the job done, my friend, getting the job done. Can you pilot
1: a helicopter? We could, we could, we could go out by helicopter.
3: I think I think we I think he X-nayed on the rental of the ain play. Well, I didn't helicopter. know how
0: big the helicopter was going to be. could probably get you guys a wasp or something, but like we you were talking about like halo jumping and then thunderbirds or uh, uh, a little bit more.
1: Yeah. I was thinking just like no helicopter. Rope, I, I, th- climb. I, could, I could probably get you a
0: helicopter just, you know, and I don't, you know, J- jumping in from the if there is there even roof and access. Uh, you know, I I don't I don't know. I don't know. So, so
3: yeah, is, does there look to be roof access anywhere? In the, in... Possibly. Okay, so yeah, it wouldn't be completely obvious. I think the sewers are our best bet here to leave- Oh, know.
1: I was thinking the helicopter is like plan B, getting
3: out. Oh, you mean like, get out- Oh, like like sky hooks?
1: Yeah, or, or just rope, I don't know, hold on to the rope as, and climb up into the helicopter as it flies us away. I mean- you want to be all mundane about it, I suppose. I mean, like, you know what? You want to summon spirits and just have them carry us away off in the, on, like, a what do they call it? A fleeting zephyr?
2: I mean, I can pull off that kind of thing. I don't know about you. No. Well,
0: we'll, we'll see. Yeah, I mean, that, that that is that is literally a thing that you can do, isn't it? It is, yeah, it's literally a thing you can do.
1: Magic ain't, ain't my thing.
0: Okay, because if, if you got to hit somebody in the head with a two-by-four, he's going to be useless. Yeah,
1: Probably. true. I've been around. All right, we'll we'll see how we'll see how far we get on this, but uh, going in underneath, I like it. Uh, leaving oh, the way we came in would be good, uh, and I was thinking helicopter just in case shit hits fan.
3: I I could yeah, that seems reasonable. If we can't, if if our if the way we came in gets blocked or it gets a little too hot, I suppose we can try to get roof to the roof and get out that way. I mean. They're probably going to pepper us with bullets as we go, but, you know, viewership.
0: I mean, I, you know, the hope here, guys, the hope here is that we get in, we get out, it's exciting because of the things that almost happen, not necessarily because of the things that do happen. So if you guys can do silent info... Oh, it's and, the drama. You want the drama. I right, get that. Right, but we don't need to go tension breaker this early, so if you guys just want to have a, a you know, no contact run, we're fine with that this episode. Well, you know, we'll get into some Well, heavier... like you
2: said, there'll, there'll be a
0: little bit of action up front dealing with whatever's down that sewer. It's true. Mm-hmm. It's true. We can't really account for what's down there, so yeah, probably. Actually, Amanda, could we make you just just send one or two packs, maybe down there? Yeah, okay, thanks. Yeah, we can't really account for what might be down there, so we're gonna put that out. We're gonna edit that out and post. Okay. Yeah. So I'm sure that whatever's down there, you guys will be able to handle. We have no way of knowing what it might be.
2: Uh, well, well I, I, I I think that we can handle whatever's down there. I think mm. we've got this. We got the stuff, and I think it'll 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 be great footage. It'll be what the people want.
1: Yeah, that's what I was thinking. You know, uh, you got to get the drama. You got to get the tension. You yeah. got to get the zazz. And then you got to do the sneak. Oh, look at how, all, look now, at us. Now,
2: now, 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 I do possess the ability to uh, render uh, myself and my friends here uh, invisible. Uh, but I don't know how, how well that's going to play.
0: Uh, well, so, generally speaking, the way that these trig cameras will work, invisibility, you know, won't work. Uh, it won't do. It won't damage the cameras or anything like right, that because okay. this will be. We'll edit a lot of stuff out in post, and your abilities to to affect people's minds clearly won't uh, transfer over right, via the trade right. cameras. So um, it'll be. I, I think it'll be kind of cool for for your non wiz. Uh, you know, sort of Wade Slaves out there to experience what it's like to be invisible for a bit. That's kind of cool. I mean, I suppose I'm you sure could probably in some... I've never been invisible.
3: I've always been pretty obvious. Some edit in some sort of filter effect to, to let them... You oh, know, yeah. Uh, we were going to do yeah.
0: like a blue wavy effect. Oh, that'll be good. Yeah. Yeah. yeah very cool.
2: <laughs> All right.
1: Uh, I think I'm done. I'm good.
2: All right. Well, I think uh, this is a solid plan, my gentlemen. I think we've... Uh, let's... Uh, sure. Let's get ourselves running in the shadows.
1: Uh, and uh, I think that's a really good breaking point for this episode. Thank you, everyone. Uh, next episode, a very exciting episode, will be us actually going, starting the run and getting to the action. So uh, It's dire
3: we, rats, y'all. Dire <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah, you gotta go in the basement and kill the rats. Yay! But anyways, um, if you really enjoyed this episode, please give us feedback. Uh, Polyhedronpodcast at gmail.com. Uh, at uh, Cast on Twitter. Um, I am at bioimportance. I am
3: at DivasMallCap. And I'm at Arduous, R-J-U-O-U-S.
0: And if you enjoy my storytelling style, I am The Dark Archive on Facebook. It's a whole thing. You can explain it when you go there. It's
3: a whole <laughs> big thing, and we did an episode about to go look at it.
0: There you go.
2: And if yeah. there's anything you, dear audience, want to see us do in this run, well, the audience, get in contact with James.
0: Yeah, and that him. is actually part of this, is uh, whatever you guys out there listening decide... We're going to have them do it, so... Yeah. Now, it's going to be a little delayed because we have to record
1: this in spurts and starts, but we will always take your feedback, and James will happily incorporate it into uh, probably a future run or a future scenario of some sort.
2: Because, like, you're the podcast audience, but you're also the trade audience, and it's some sort of, like, meta-level... Oh, God! Great
0: aneurysm! We're going super existential meta up on this piece. Yeah, so,
1: uh, as always... Hope you had fun and go where your fun is.
0: Go roll
3: some dice.